News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair this week, uh, Lorna Khan. She's the CEO of CPL. Lorna, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Now, lovely to meet you, Lorna. Um, born in Tala, uh, Knockline, moved to when you were 12. You now live in Ratfarnham. So even though you've been around the world, you haven't strayed too far from your roots. No, not at all. I'm very thankfully uh, close to my parents who are still um, alive and well and uh, Great. Yeah, really enjoy the area. Now, you went off, uh, I know you were uh, in St. Louis and Ratmines, off to UCD to study commerce. Um, we nearly lost you to the uh, to becoming a singer because of your <laughs> your talent in the uh, in the musicals there. But we, you, you originally wanted to be an accountant and you followed that route. Yeah, I think I was always a very practical child and um, accountancy was something that I was good at. I felt it would provide a kind of a, a reasonable income and it was a steady kind of job or career that I could pursue and I'm very numerical anyway and I do have to say I think accountancy is one of the best qualifications out there so it's yeah. always stood well to me. And and again uh, from from going uh, you started as a trainee in audit in Deloitte yeah. then you stayed on there so often there's great opportunity if you're with one of the big four you end up working with a client on a whatever it is and often people come out of the big four uh, to join uh, and you seem to find that route with NTR where you spent a good number of years. Absolutely and I think <clears throat> Deloitte uh, the opportunities that that company gave me were to travel were to work in larger PLCs so it was a really great exposure to large and kind of well established organisations and that would have led me into my move into industry which was NTR which was a renewable organisation. Yeah, and you did a number of roles with them. Uh, Green Star in Houston, Texas. Uh, Wynn Capital in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, which, which, well, well, it was all with the same parent company. They were very different businesses. Very different businesses, but still in the realm of renewable energy. So there were different management teams. There were obviously different locations across America, but uh, we really enjoyed living there. I had a young child at the time, myself and and my husband dropped everything very quickly, actually, and relocated within a month. So it was one of those once in a lifetime opportunities to go and experience another part of the world. Yeah. How did you find working in the States? We loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a very different working environment. I think um, it's employment at will, which is quite different to what we'd be used to in yeah. Ireland and across Europe. So that was chi- uh, that was tricky and a bit of a challenge um, when you were dealing with with people. But we we loved America. We've often gone to to holiday there, and it was just one of those wonderful experiences. Yeah. and then back to work uh, with Media House for a while uh, again. Uh, heading into the an area that probably wasn't traditional to you. Uh, you were the digital CFO there. Yeah, no, not at all. And um, it was in media, naturally, which I hadn't had any experience in. But I think that's what one of the wonderful things about being account- an accountant is, is that the skills are very transferable. So I've never are. really been committed to any sector. I've kind of jumped from sector to sector. And it's always been about the company and um, the work that they do. Now, let's talk about CPL. It's a very, very interesting business, uh, employing over 14,000 staff. It's part of Outsourcing Inc., I think, since... Uh, when did that takeover happen? So January 2021, right. it became uh, official and we were wholly acquired. Now, and you look at the size then of this parent company, 
um, Outsourcing Inc., employing over 130,000 people. This is a big, big organisation. A big, big organisation with operations in 38 countries and we've got 250 sister companies. And for us, I think the move um, to be acquired by Outsourcing Inc. gave us additional geographic bandwidth. So our delivery capability now has gone from 13 countries to 38 countries because now we're in partnership with a much larger organisation and it's worked out very, very well. Tell me about the recruitment business. I haven't been on the jobs market for a few years, but how does it work now in terms of, you know, you've got all these, you know, the the, the way people are employed seems to be very different. Um, but in terms of going out there and, you know, finding the right person to place in the right job, uh, the, has the skill set required to do that changed? I think um, in terms of recruiting good people and making sure that they're a right strategic fit for an organisation, it requires a huge degree of judgment and a huge degree of getting in behind the person and understanding what motivates them and what um, is attractive to them in an organisation. So I think the skill set is largely very people oriented in terms of identifying talent and matching it correctly to an organisation. But I think businesses absolutely accept the power of the people and getting that right uh, candidate into their organisation can have a transformative effect. And what when, when you talk about what the range of services that CPL offers, it's so much more than traditional recruitment. Absolutely. And we've evolved over the 32 years. Uh, so we operate right across the talent spectrum from your traditional recruitment into uh, managing contingent workforce, managed services, recruitment process outsourcing, yeah. business process outsourcing. So probably 75% of our business now is in that space. So we've really built a very resilient business model over the last number of years, which is more solutions centred. And has that business largely developed by way of acquisition, um, particularly internationally? Yes, it's been some acquisition for sure, but a lot of it has been an an organic kind of evolution, I suppose, over over a number of years in response to global trends. So organisations were looking for more flexible workforce solutions. So we've naturally responded as we've tried to scale and grow our, our business over the past 32 years. What about COVID and the two years, the last two years? How did that impact uh, your business? Um, Obviously, I I presume at the start it was like, whoa, we could be out of business here versus let's adapt and let's let's see what we we need to do here. Absolutely. Initially, we thought we were closing up for two weeks. Then suddenly we have all been working remotely for almost three years now. And for us, you know, initially it was the biggest societal uh, experiment ever in terms of productivity. Could people work remotely? And I think that experiment has been proven that people can, in fact, be productive and not be in a traditional office environment. So how it's changed for us, I suppose, is how organisations engage with their workforce and how they access talent. And there's much more global mobility now because you know you're not constricted to the confines of a traditional office network. And is there any way back there? Or do you think that the genie's out of the bottle in terms of, like, do you hear talk of some organisations saying, you know, we missed the photocopier chat and we're, you know, where the culture has been damaged as a result of people not being in the office versus people saying, you know, if I was never in the office again, it'd be too soon. And I think that's the beauty of hybrid working. 
So it takes the absolute best of remote working and the flexibility that being at home can give you. But also it allows for those in-office chats, the on-the-job learning, the culture. Um, and I think really the genie is out of the bottle. But now we're moving not backwards, not completely forwards, but somewhere in the middle through a hybrid working model. And I think that is the future for working. And what about um, the, uh, I was talking to somebody recently, well, I, I, I hear my girls talk about it all the time, about the, I suppose, when you're joining a business now, going through five, six, seven interviews, is that, like, if you do six interviews and you don't get the job, is that a waste of everybody's time? Or, or what? Because it seems to me that, that that kind of, you know, intensive interviewing certainly seems with the big tech companies the way that they seem to do it. Absolutely. And that is tough. And it does feel like it's more synonymous with the global uh, kind of the larger tech companies. I think when you go through an interview process, it's never time wasted. You'll learn something all along the way. And even if you're not ultimately successful, you may have met people throughout that process or you may have caught somebody's attention that perhaps the second time around, if it's a company that you're really interested in joining, you won't regret the time that you spent through that process. Yeah. So we're looking forward uh, to 23. Uh, new year, new me, new job. Absolutely. You guys are obviously <laughs> right there waiting to for all that activity to happen because we're going to be talking to a, a, a bit about it on this show. But is, is January a good time to look for a new job? Absolutely. And, um, you, you know, we do see an awful lot of candidates having that moment over Christmas wondering, are they getting everything that they can from their current uh, employment? Are they looking for a new challenge or a change so we do see a lot of people coming to us in January to have that conversation about the the career. And finally then there's no such thing as a job for life anymore would you agree with that? I absolutely would agree and I have to say even COVID-19 has proven that there's people who are with businesses for 25 plus years taking the plunge and moving and, and, and going for a new challenge. So I'm with you 100% on that. Yeah, isn't it great? And it, isn't it <laughs> wonderful that we can actually do that? Absolutely. That you're not pigeonholed into the same kind of, you know, place that, that we can do so much more, more with our careers around retraining or working part-time or whatever it is. Absolutely. And there's lots of wonderful companies out there. So Lorna Khan, CEO of CPL, what a pleasure to talk to you and every success for 2023 and beyond. Thank you, Bobby. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.